Hello, everyone. Welcome to Two Men On. You're listening to BDL Radio, bdlradio.com. I'm your co-host, Scotty Wampler, along with the Sultan of Stat, Johnny Holmes. How are you, Johnny? All right, Scotty. Uh, how you doing, baseball world? Uh, we're here with podcast number two. All right. Uh, two Men On today looking at uh, primarily the Black Diamond League season preview. We're going to go over all four divisions and see if we can make sense of uh, some of these messes that we're going to see, uh, especially in a couple of these divisions. It's going to be, it's going to be extremely tight. The competition um, in this league, Johnny, just improves uh, seemingly every single year. It's, it's really getting to the point where I don't, I don't know that we're going to see many 120, 125 win seasons uh, for very much longer, at least, at least for a span. Um, you know, uh, some of these top tier teams are just you know, there are so many now. I would, you know, just looking over the list, maybe the top, wow, probably eight, nine, ten teams in the league are are so tight um, and are all playoff contenders that uh, I think I think we're really just going to, you know, take a beating on everybody. It's 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 going to take a toll, and uh, I just can't see anyone really running away this year. You? Absolutely. Um, you know, I think last year was the big uh, merging of talent uh, in terms of uh, everyone coming together in this league, uh, the parity. Um, it's it's strange how uh, even the top teams in the league uh, can uh, be so close um, in points at the end of the season uh, to the teams that just missed the playoffs. Um, right. And that's what makes it so fun. I mean, we go down to the wire every year. Um, we have new teams in every year. Uh, we've had the same champion for two years in a row, but I think this trend is probably going to buck that this year. I, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, this uh, these crop of teams are just so talented. Uh, even even really the bottom tier teams. Um, when you when you look at the list, um, I, I see right off the bat I see a couple uh, that were in the top four, or I'm sorry, in the bottom four last year that will. No doubt, move up into potentially top, uh, cracking the, the top ten. Um, uh, one specifically, North Portland, the Nuts there uh, made some terrific moves this off season, and I, I would be shocked to see them uh, not improve on their record from last year. I, uh, that's really a foregone conclusion at this point, though. Yeah, I've uh, I've made several comments about the Nuts already. Uh, uh, I'm a fan of the Nuts, <laughs> and. Um, you know, I see them doing a lot of damage. Uh, um, not the NorCal kind, but uh, I in that division, that South Division, which we'll preview later, um, I just see them uh, being a, a major force. We'll talk about that later. Right. Well, stay tuned, uh, guys. As we get later on into the show here, we're going to hear from Johnny on uh, how he believes or possibly believes that... Um, a a powerhouse in his own division uh, may not be his strongest competition this year in <laughs> in the north, uh, possibly. But uh, we'll we'll head into that later as we as we tackle the the north division later on. But uh, Johnny, anything in the baseball world going on that's uh, on your mind? Well, I do have a few things I'd like to uh, say right off the bat. Uh, this year, more than any other year, I've been uh, completely excited about opening day um we are 10 days from opening day on march 15th it's a little after two on a saturday here um scotty and i are looking at things from what i can tell um the tigers may score uh 10,000 runs this year um the yankees and the Sox still hate each other and i think the rays hate both of them um to me the nl east looks like a three-team race um I am partial to the Phillies. I live in Philadelphia, and um, most of my boys are Philadelphia Phillies. Um, but actually, I'd say all five teams in that division are improved. It might be the best division in baseball. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if the World Series winner came out of that division. But to get to the fantasy side of things, um, in this the greatest league in the world, the BDL um, I have to first clear up a few things about the internet personality and fantasy baseball phenom 
known as Johnny Holmes. I uh, I broke onto the BDL scene in 06. Okay, uh, I I was claiming that the then defending champ Stockholm Vikings were frauds, which they were. Uh, Scotty's told me many times that he just gave him the title that year, um, and that's been a point of contention with with Mark uh, for quite some time. Then as as things progressed, um, I realized I knew more than everyone, uh, which which I do. And um, the thing I realized is I I didn't win. And uh, to everyone out there listening, that is the only thing that matters, not records, of which uh, the KCC has many. Um, and it's not forum signatures, which uh, happen to be very funny, Craig. Um, uh, very funny. Uh, John might actually be the, the wittiest guy uh, this side of John Stewart. And um, <laughs> basically, I just think it's about the rings, the trophies, and the banners. And congrats one more one last time to Ernst Bjorko um, uh, before the season begins because your run is over. It was nice while it lasted, but you're done, buddy. And uh, in 15 days' time, a new season will begin. Um, we're going to be going through the uh, four divisions here to crown a preseason champ. Um, but I'm telling you all right now that I've laid low for quite a bit. Um, study the system, given the new guys, you know, everyone has come in some time to express themselves on the forum and, and learn a little bit about each other. Um, but come March uh, 31st, um, Johnny's back. I'm coming for your title. I'm coming for your records, your pride, and your hearts. And uh, this is the KCC's year. just wanted to announce that before uh, we went through everything. So on that note... Um, I'll, I'll let Scotty uh, kick things off. The always humble Johnny Holmes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, to uh, go over a couple couple more things before we hit these uh, hit these previews, uh, feeding off uh, something that Johnny said a few minutes ago um, uh, in, in regards to our our league's history in the past. Uh, the Stockholm Vikings, of course, were our 2005 uh, champions, and uh, uh, now that that was a real. That was a real uh, interesting year for the league. Of course, it was it was the league's origin, um, its its uh, its uh, debut season, and it was it was very interesting. The, the, the Vikings did did come away with with a hard fought um, title that year. Um, my my previous team that uh, that was his main competition. That team's main competition in 2005. I I, I really thought I had that that wrapped up until about five uh, four or five weeks left in that in that season, but. But it wasn't to be, and um, the Vikings came away with that. And of course, they've they've remained a powerhouse team in the league uh, ever since. But uh, speaking of the Vikings, um, many of you may or may not have heard or read on extra innings by now. The um, Vikings management, Mark Wampler, has opted to move the team, and um, the storied franchise that is the Vikings uh, no longer exists. It is now based in the city of Richmond, Virginia, and will be dubbed the Rebels. So, uh, new identity for 2008 for the Vikings. The Richmond Rebels will be kicking off the season, uh, of course, against against their own South Division there uh, later on this this month, and that it, uh, it should be an exciting time. Um, the Rebels, without a doubt, one of the top contenders in the league this year, as they are most seasons uh, here in the BDL. But let's transition right into our division previews. Um, Going to start really with. Johnny, arguably, well, arguably the tightest division uh, in the Black Diamond League. Absolutely. Um, you, can definitely, you can definitely make arguments for the other three divisions, respectively, but um, top to bottom, um, well, it, the, the, the West is so, so hard to call. Mm -hmm. um, last year's uh, seller team in the West, which was the, uh, the Sluggers, of course, they are, they are no more now known as as the East Side Idiots, um, still probably see the Idiots probably uh, in a fourth place finish in that division this year. Although uh, the, the new management there has definitely taken steps to to improve that situation, um, it's just so difficult. It will be so difficult for them to rise out of fourth, not out of lack of effort, but out of the fact that they're up against Wrigleyville, Crawford, and of course NorCal. 
Um, NorCal coming off a, a maybe a surprise, maybe not a surprise division win um, in 2007. Um, great young team. I, I, I expect them to be contenders and in the playoffs for years to come. I would be shocked to see them miss the playoffs, really. Took, uh, took me out in the first round last year. Yeah, Damage is a great team. Great team. Bill has done a, an excellent job of of uh, not only preserving the talent that uh, that he was uh, handed when he when he stepped into the league, but of of adding on top of that, he he's a great uh, he's a great um, great general manager. I, I expect good things from him. Brian Caskey's Crawford Cramps, however, you know I I, I just can't shake the feeling that Brian is really out for blood. Um, he he really was a strong contender last year, and, and that team had had big title hopes last year. Um, Missed the playoffs um, by a few games, just a few games. Uh, the Cramps last season uh, finished the year as the uh, ninth seed with uh, 99 wins, a 5-12 winning percentage. It was tough. Um, all right. Um, and of course, uh, followed uh, followed by that was uh, the Wrigleyville Woo, who uh, actually uh, had one more win than than Crawford did, but uh, their their winning percentage was was just a tick below 512 with, at uh, at 510. Johnny, I'll tell you what, that is that is one tough division to call. It's 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 almost it's almost a, a moot point. Just you know, just just throw up the chips and, and let let's just see where they fall. That's that's really what I have to say about that. Um, <laughs> you know, to to go on record, uh, you know, looking at these teams. That's your job. Prognosticator. Right now, that is my job, and boy, it's it's it's, it's something else. Um, I, I think a lot of the damage, Johnny. I, I really do. As I said, I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be a, a staple of the playoffs for years. But I really believe that it's it's Crawford's time to take this division this year. Uh, you may or may not agree. I know it's close, but um, you know Brian has made some some good moves this off season. To, to kind of fortify some some positions and and, uh, and, and strengthen his team even further. I would absolutely kind of victim, agree with that. Right, Brian was kind of a victim of, of some injuries last year that that really uh, t- took a bite out of his win total, mm-hmm. as I as I know you're very familiar with. Yeah. But um, I just uh, I think it's going to be Crawford's time. I think they're going to come out on top in that division, very very closely followed by by NorCal. Um, I really just see the top two teams in that division switching places from last year, uh, one being Crawford, two, NorCal, three, uh, the Wu, uh, very closely. Uh, the, Wu, the Wu, you know, of course they won 100 games last year. I, I fully expect them to uh, to be a, a great team this year, uh, projected to uh, to be the uh, the speediest team in the league, more stolen bases than, than anyone, and, and, and certainly a whole, whole lot of runs. Um, I expect them to uh, to be tough to deal with, and and you know maybe possibly slip into that wild card discussion. You know when we when we get to July and August and start it's looking at all these. Yeah. So that's that's my thoughts on the West. I I don't know if you have any anything different to add or or what your opinion is of of that uh, of that race, but that, it sure is a doozy. Or a hundred win team, the Woo to improve, which I think they did, and not. Uh, you know, claim one of the top two spots. It just shows how deep that division is. Um, Absolutely. I, I myself may have put the damage one again, if only because of the depth of their pitching. Uh, but again, uh, Brian has made innumerable um, moves this offseason to really shore up some uh, some of those weaknesses. He he really has, and 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 just looking at the projections, and and, and let me let me preface that by saying, uh, when we, or at least when I, um, uh, reference projections in, during this podcast, I'm talking about the roster as a whole because you know it, it's it's difficult to predict how each manager will will, will uh, utilize their talent and, and and who plays where and when and and that sort of thing. But just looking at the overall projections for for uh, Crawford's roster, they are. They are projected to hit uh, 353 home runs, which is good enough for second in the league, just below the uh, Bulldogs. Um, you know, it, they're a very powerful team, and um, you know the, the RBIs are going to follow. And they're they're uh, you know um, not quite as as, as 
good of a, of a running team as, as some other teams in the league. Crawford is not. Um, but still should produce a lot of runs just based on, on their power alone. Right. Um, but I, I, I expect I expect that race to be um, off the charts. I mean, it, that that division, I would be shocked if it did not go down to, to the absolute wire. Moving along um, into the East Division, I believe, Johnny. East Division, yeah. I, I chose this one first because, uh, to me, the South coming up in a bit is just uh, beyond ridiculous. When I was trying to uh, look at who I would project to win, uh, where teams would fall, uh, even looking at wild cards later on. Um, so I chose the East. Because when it comes down to it, um, the way I see it, there's uh, the bookend teams, to me, seem obvious. Uh, I don't know about anyone else that's, that's staring at these rosters, but um, Gotham City Generals, uh, I look for them to three-peat, I believe, right, as East champion. Uh, have you won it two years in a row? Uh, generals have won back-to-back East Division titles. Uh, All right. Another one will be three-peat. Yeah. And um, I'll start with uh, my fourth place uh, finisher, uh, West West Carthage Heartbreakers. Um, to me, they're just in full rebuilding mode, as evidenced uh, by their two latest trades, getting rid of uh, their top pitcher and their top hitter. Um, they they put together uh, together a a real studly minor league squad, and uh, frankly, not much else. Um, I, I do believe Kyle knows talent, uh, but I see him and his heartbreakers is uh, uh, just edging out the Amish uh, for next year's number one pick. Uh, so you stay classy, West Carthage. Um, and then uh, I'm going to move straight up to the top of the division. Uh, like I said, the generals. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time here because uh, you'll probably get bored of hearing names like Martin, Wright, Grady, Braun, Felix, Papelbon, Hughes, Weaver, Tulo, Guillen, Cano. These are all guys expected to repeat, if not improve. And um, it's it's amazing the talent he has, top to bottom, from hitting to pitching, um, both in, in on his major squad and his minor squad. Uh, the only thing I can see hurting him at this point is perhaps a playoff implosion. But hey, that's never happened before. Um, or, or maybe it has. <laughs> maybe it has uh, twice to be exact. Uh, right, Scotty? Oh, that's 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 right to the heart, Johnny. That's, yeah, that's yeah, I know. You that's know, it's a big topic on the forum. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's you know, it's it's uh, it's it's earned. You know, it's it's nothing the team hasn't brought upon itself. Um, it's earned a high market you know, share I, on the forum. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. That topic. You know, I I really wanted to to kind of reserve myself from from uh, <laughs> speaking editorially um, during these these uh, these previews um, about about my own team. Of course, uh, of course, the Gotham City Generals, and um, you know, it's it was it was a tough tough loss you know, last year in the playoffs to to earn and and the Falcons. Uh, we we had you know really high hopes um, to to finally secure that. That trophy and kind of kind of get get the uh, championship monkey off our backs, if you will. Uh, it, it didn't quite work out that way, but uh, you know I'm I'm proud of, of what we've assembled uh, for 2008. You know we we definitely have you know some some things that uh, I feel need to be taken care of um, uh, in our rotation. Of course, we we did trade a couple big guns um, to uh, shore up our our minor league farm team. Um, uh, a move that uh, really has been fairly widely criticized, and you know I completely understand that. Um, uh, when, when you trade guys like uh, Johan Santana and John Lackey in the same deal, you know it, it can be it can be a bit alarming. But um, uh, you know I I think by by now, you know my my track record you know should be should be enough. I, I think I've earned the benefit of the doubt in, in terms of, of what I want to do with my team and and uh, the direction it's heading. I you know I feel confident in saying that that I that the generals have um, among the top three 
farm teams in the entire league, and you know I don't I don't think anybody really has a brighter future um, or or present than us. And uh, you know I, I'm excited about what what, what we're doing, and uh, you know hopefully we can uh, hopefully we can recapture some of that 2007 magic and and see where it goes. Okay, well here's to the uh, championship gorilla now that's on your back. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna move on to uh, the two middle teams in that division that. I still have yet to rank because I'm, I'm putting them both at two and a half. I can't. I really can't figure out which one is better at this point. They, the the Berserkers, and the Bulaway Bulldogs. Um, it's funny how similar they are in opposite respects. Um, the Berserkers have, uh, you know, th- the big three. I call it. You know, uh, their hitters: B. Mark Hafner, Holiday, and um, and some average. Uh, average pitching behind that, that not top tier pitching, a couple, maybe a tier below with Vasquez, Carmona, and a couple other guys. Um, behind that, behind some of that pitching depth, I don't see a whole lot. I see some average players. I see, you know, it's really going to depend on, um, and I'll say this again for the Bulldogs, it's going to depend on how they manage their roster, what moves they make this season. Um, I know it's a cop-out not to pick one of the two, but uh, um, it's tough. I'll, I'll go right to the Bulldogs because they, they have another big three uh, that I was looking at on the pitching side. They have uh, Kane, Webb, and Zambrano. After that, you know, I, I don't think you can win with only three, three starters. They're studs, but um, not much after that. Um, they're hitting is pretty consistent and as long as Hanley stays healthy uh, pretty solid Hanley, Soriano uh, Derek Lee uh, Joe Maurer who should improve this year uh, Maglio we'll see what what happens with him this year um, but again with the depth like I said very few pitchers behind them behind the top three um, and just some injury prone or average aging players that you don't know what they're going to do I don't see much in either minor league system to really help them this year. Maybe uh, uh, a PA, Pi, Felix Pi, however you say his name. Um, Homer Bailey, Volstead. Those are the three guys that could possibly uh, make some sort of impact, but not not a, not a major impact. Um, you know, Johnny, I think really I'm I could go, probably go on record as, as far as the, the second and third positions in, in this division, if I may. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, just as you said, the you know Berserkers and Bulldogs, you know they do have some similarities um, in respects to their rosters and in respects to their their tendencies, uh, you know over the, over the course of the last two seasons. Um, you know I, I really have to go with Berserkers at number two at this point over the Bulldogs, and I'll tell you why. Although the Bulldogs are the most powerful team on paper in, in terms of, you know, at least on terms of batting, of course. Um, you know, that, that that has been true for, you know, a, a season and a half, really. Um, but it's it's the execution that, that doesn't seem to be there. You know, the Craig Hunter's team, the Bulldogs, uh, they're, they're always – fairly highly touted in the preseason, and, and really for good reason, um, you know, other than the weaknesses you pointed out, of course, in the rotation, the team, you know, looks good on paper, it really does, but the the season execution just does not seem to be there. Now, I'm not I'm not pitting that on, on Craig necessarily. Um, you know, I know he's had he's had injuries um, just, you know, keeping him from, from, from playoff berths in the last two years, uh, but, you know, the same can be said about a lot of teams, and, you know, I've dealt with injuries, and, and and Lord knows you have dealt with it, with injuries. I have dealt and with injuries. It, it's you know it's it's just it's part of it, and I you know it, I'm not picking Richards Berserkers necessarily over the Bulldogs based on you know the rosters alone. Um, you know, as I say, I think the Bulldogs do look stronger on paper. It's it's just that you know. Over the course of the past two seasons, from what we've seen in that division, I, I think you have to give the Berserkers the benefit of the doubt at this time over the Bulldogs. Yeah. Um, and another another interesting uh, factoid to to kind of go along with that is a footnote. 
if you went strictly by rankings at the end of the, la- of the regular season last year, the Berserkers would have been a playoff team. They actually finished with a fairly significantly better record than the damage, the, the West Division champions. Uh, mm-hmm. The finished with, with a 579 winning percentage to to the, the damages uh, 545 winning percentage. Yeah. You know, that's, a, that's a difference of several games. And, um, uh, you know, of course, that, that's not how our how our playoff uh, birthing system is, is set up in this league, but uh, based primarily on record, you know, Richard, Richard had still... Again, one of the strongest teams in the league, and you know, I think until until Craig is able to to kind of push those Bulldogs through that that glass ceiling, then I I just really think you have to you have to give the nod to to the Berserkers. I would say today, uh, I would probably agree with you. Um, this is the closest to some, I think, in any division. Um, that I would agree. That it, it'll it'll really depend on what each team does during the season. They're going to have to make some moves and really shore up um, whatever weaknesses they have, and and wh- whoever does that better um, may just make the playoffs. I definitely agree. Um, that's my East review. Um, we're going to move on to something uh, major league uh, baseball related. Uh, just some quick picks from Scotty and myself. Uh, run down each league, you know. Um, where we think uh, each uh, a bunch of the teams are headed this year, and uh, uh, some key players. Uh, I'll start off with um, our NL Cy Young. Uh, I chose uh, Brandon Webb, Arizona. Uh, Daddy, how do you feel? Uh, you know that's, that's that's entirely possible. You know Brandon Webb is, is really due. Um, I, I cannot pick against Joan Santana in, in 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 New York in the National League right now. Um, you know, with, with his with his track record and the fact that he's going to be, you know, pitching in the National League for the first time, um, I, I don't I don't really know how you you uh, project against against what he's capable of doing there. You know, the only concern might be the fact that you know the drop in his velocity during the second half of last year is, is fairly well documented at this point. Although it's still a little bit hush hush, you know, it's not something really you can find broadcast on ESPN. I'll, but, t- um, I'll yeah, tell you what I think yeah, real quick. I'll tell you what I think about Santana real quick. Um, <clears throat> there are uh, reasons in that NL East why I don't pick Santana. Many uh, okay. power power hitting reasons uh, in Philadelphia, in Atlanta, and even the Marlins, um, who scored a ton of runs last year. Um, I I think people underestimate that division, but that's 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 really why I go against them on this. That's a very good point. If I remember the stat correctly, I believe, unbelievably, that that um, Santana gave up. What was it, Johnny? The, the the second most home runs during all of last season. I believe wow, that's I correct. Did, and that's, I did not realize that. I would not that, be surprised. That, that's that's, a, that's an alarming stat. Of course, you know it kind of goes with the you know when, a little surprise. You know when when you're in the you know in the batter's box against Santana, you you know you kind of have to. You know, swing and hope for the best. Anyway, so I, I you know, it, it really—it's no surprise that the, the ones that, you know, the the pitches that 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 some of these batters do make contact with against Santana, that you know, they, they probably get a good piece of them. But, um, you know, uh, that that's that's the way I would go. I, I think you, at least me personally, I I have to lean that way until, you know, until someone else takes that award from him there in the National mm-hmm. League. I, I think he has a good shot. Okay, A.L. Cy Young. I, uh, for two reasons. T.C. Um, Sabathia has pitched a lot of innings over the past few years, and uh, that uh, sours me a little bit. Uh, Josh Beckett has struggled a little bit with uh, a few minor injuries in the preseason. But uh, third year now, man, uh, Justin Verlander has been lights out this preseason and even through a new hit, no hitter last year watched it with my fiance over the phone um, I cannot see him not winning this award this year I believe Verlander is a good pick it would not surprise me in the least if if he brought home a, a Cy Young award in 2008 I am going to go with CC Sabathia as mm-hmm. a matter of fact though for this award um, I believe the Indians 
are in great position. Uh, you know, this is the best team that they've had in a long time going into 08, and uh, you know, I it they're going to be division contenders, obviously, and uh, I really see Sabathia, barring injury, winning a lot of games this year. Okay, we'll move on to uh, NL MVP, and uh, I recognize that I'm a Phillies homer, and we've had two uh, two of the last two MVPs. I think we're going to make it three for three, and I think Chase Utley uh, will make it the third Phillies player to win MVP in the past three years. I was actually leaning leaning uh, uh, in uh, that direction as well, Johnny. But but I also had someone else in my mind uh, along with Utley. Um, you know, I think you have to look at Prince Fielder. Um, mm. The guy's a monster, and um, you know if he, if he can, you know, I think the power is going to you know, obviously be there if he can keep his you know, keep his average up and. Uh, and, and lead that Brewers team to a division title, which, you know, frankly may very well happen this year. Uh, Milwaukee may finally reach that playoff promise land. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think Filler has a good shot this year. It's not a bad pick. I, I would agree with that, too. Uh, we'll move to AL. Uh, to me, it's obvious I don't consider anybody else but A-Rod. Um, I, I don't know how you feel, Scotty. Yeah, you may feel differently. No, you know, this this is one selection we, we really could just do out of skip. Um, a <laughs> A Rod A Rod is, is the you know, he's the choice. You can't you know, there are other players uh whose names you can toss out for this award, but uh as long as, as A Rod is, is hungry for a championship, which of course he still is and, and still obviously in uh in the potent New York uh lineup then I don't really see how you pick against A Rod, no. Right. Okay. N L rookie of the year. Um this is a fellow that I've been uh, touting uh, to Kristen, my fiance, uh, assistant general manager of the Killer Car Company. I've been telling her about this guy for well over a year now. And um, we finally had the chance to draft him in the first round of our 2008 BDL draft uh, with our second first-round pick. Um, he's been said to have the bat speed of Chase Utley. Maybe I'm reading too much. Maybe, you know, I don't know. But... I think this guy has all the tools to be a superstar, um, and I think he'll do it this year, assuming these hamstring injuries don't uh, really, you know, linger. Uh, Justin Richard Towell, uh, I think he's the best of the rookie class in the you know. Well, you know, I, I, I this, this this is a very difficult one for me to, to choose. Um, frankly, uh, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to lean in the direction of Cameron Maben. Uh, who is, uh, of course, projected to be in, in the on the opening day roster for for the Marlins? Um, He's very fast. Uh, he, he has a couple things. I mean, he he really has the, the potential to to steal you know 25, 30 bases you know here in in his rookie season. Um, his power, you know, he, he's projected in the future, you know, possibly to be a you know a 30, 30 threat. Um, obviously, he's not going to approach that this year. At least I I would not think so. Uh, right out of the box, um, if if he can keep his average uh, at a respectable level, I, I believe that he does have a shot at the award this year. Um, I'd say probably somewhere around 260, uh, 265 is is probably your your safest uh, projection for his average, which which won't be enough to to get it done for that award. But you know, if he, if he can rise into the 280s and and put some some uh, you know, respectable stats, including those stolen bases and, you know, maybe 10, 15 home runs, um, along with, with you know, healthy uh, uh, RBI totals there in Florida, I think he has a shot. I think we will both blame Corey Patterson for Jay Bruce not being on the list. <laughs> Is that right? Jay Bruce, you know, he, uh, <laughs> if, 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 if it was, uh, if it was certain that, that Bruce was going to get, <laughs> uh, you know, a, a good look in Cincinnati uh, to open to open the uh, to open the season, I, I would really go in that direction. Jay Bruce is a special player, but um, you know he probably will open in Triple A, uh, if if nothing else, to you know to, to nurse his recent uh, recent injury there. But um, um, you know he he'll be uh, he'll be a special player too. I'm sure he'll see time in 2008, no doubt. He'll he'll be uh, he'll be starting in the outfield for for Cincinnati at some point this year. Absolutely, and the AL Rookie of the Year, I have Evan Longoria. Um, Every report says, everything I've seen says, you know, this guy's a natural and um, has been hitting well in the spring. I think he's just going to make the transition well. 
He is, and that, that, that's exactly my choice as well, Johnny. Uh, you have to go Longoria here. He, he's, he is a very special player. And uh, you know he, he's I think he's going to turn some heads this year. Uh, I don't I don't think it's going to take long for this kid to catch on at the major league level. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting through uh, the rest of the MLB uh, section, I'll, I'll I'll run through my quick playoff predictions for uh, Major League Baseball. In the AL, I have the Angels, uh, the Red Sox, the Tigers, and the Yankees. Uh, I have the Red Sox and the Yanks meeting in the ALCS, and the Red Sox again going to the World Series. In the NL, I have Philadelphia, Milwaukee, the Mets, and the Diamondbacks. Uh, I have the Phillies and the Diamondbacks meeting in the NLCS. I have the Diamondbacks going on to the World Series and winning the World Series over Boston. Brandon Webb, NL, Cy Young, Justin Upton. Wow. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's one that's of our favorites. prediction. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I can see the Diamondbacks definitely going deep. Um, I, I, do, I do believe that the, that the Mets will come out of the National League this year. Um, again, barring injury, um, that, of course they have the oldest roster in the in the league, so that that is definitely a concern. Uh, the American League is is so tough to call. I would I would probably pit Detroit and uh, in Boston in the uh, in the AL Championship Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, that's that's tough to call. Uh, you probably have to lean toward uh, the defending champions in in that regard, but it, it would not surprise me at all to see. Detroit advanced to the World Series uh, again. Um, I, I, I believe um, whoever would come out of that series, uh, Red Sox or Tigers, uh, would be your 2008 champions. Interesting. Okay. I'll uh, I'll move quickly right to uh, our next division, division preview, uh, the South, South Division. Uh, I'm going to start with number four, and it, it's not because uh, his team isn't talented. Uh, the Jolly Jesters. Uh, when you have A-Rod... Rios, Manny, uh, some pitchers like Dice K, Derek Lowe is in a contract year, uh, Dontra Willis, and the way Johnny Cueto's been pitching this uh, spring probably makes you uh, wish you hadn't traded him, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I just have to put him at the bottom of this tough division uh, because of his lack of commitment to win is what I'll call it. Uh, I see the potential in his team to move up at least two spots in this division, but... Mm-hmm. He's a heavy stone in, in in a group of these movers and shakers at division. Um, I don't see him. He's got. He's really got to turn it on and be active to make that push to be a playoff team. And um, so far, I haven't seen that out of him. Uh, it's nothing personal. Uh, I just think he could do a lot more. And that brings. Well, me you know. It, oh, go ahead. No, it, it's almost. You know. You you have to be. You have to be so. Uh, you have to pay so close attention uh, in, in a league of, of this nature, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, you can you can get passed up so fast. And uh, if you're not on top of things, if you don't uh, have your uh, your uh, prospects scouted correctly and accurately and, and thoroughly, and uh, you know when, when you uh, when you when you kind of uh, put on cruise control, it, it can take its toll on your team and in very short order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That actually brings me to uh, my number three team in the division. Uh, the team that's been the, the busiest in the BDL to date, and uh, I mean, I don't seem to see anyone ever being as busy as the Nuts have been. Uh, I do have them finishing third. Um, you know, I think they've moved themselves quickly into the running for this year's Ripken Award. Uh, the playoffs might be something different. I see a lack of, like, Three three things for a championship run, um, and it, it's just not far off for them. It's but they're there. Uh, they have they have no speed, which is guaranteed a loss per week for them. They have no closers. That's another guaranteed loss each week, um, and they have very poor pitching depth. Uh, I mean, they have Johan Santana, but um, he's been the best in the game since Pedro gave up that title a few years back, but. They also have Irving Santana, <laughs> and uh, you know when you combine a, a one hitter with a twelve hitter, it doesn't look so good. Um, <laughs> and without the good supporting cast behind Santana, Lackey, and Rich Hill, um, I think the pitching as a whole will struggle. So they have tons of pop. Uh, that alone is what I'm predicting will bring down the Helsinki Falcons. Uh, I've been chatting on the for- forum. All the boards I've been saying, 
Nuts are going to take down the reigning champs, and uh, it doesn't mean they have to make the playoffs. It just means that, uh, uh, or as Kristen says, playoffs. Like to say that she's a, she's a big Jim Mora, <laughs> Jim Mora fan. Um, it just means that uh, they're going to take a lot of those power category wins away from the Falcons this year. That's what I see uh, because the Falcons haven't done much to their team. They've got the same. We'll talk about them in a minute. Um, so the Nuts will contend. They're going to go from third to last last year to close to being a playoff contender, in my opinion. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they made a couple moves. Uh, they really became one. I don't, I don't. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Knowing knowing Ryan and, and his uh, and his tendencies with that team, I, I fully expect um, at least a couple significant moves to be made by that organization before mm-hmm. the trade deadline. Um, as you say, though, uh, I just you know as things stand, I don't think that they have enough. To um, to really get it done as far as the playoffs are concerned, or, or getting there rather, um, you know, I, I believe that the Nuts are in a good position to be competitive, which you know was not the was case Ryan. for not the case for Felix Pye. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, Bad joke. <laughs> moving on. Drum roll. <laughs> What, what what do you see in the rest of the division, Johnny? Okay. Um, I basically implied that the Nuts are going to bring the, the Falcons down. They're, they're going to be the number two team. They fit. Um, they're going to be the number two team in the South this year. Um, they are the reigning champ uh, with all their hitters, all their pitchers. But like we said in the beginning, like I just mentioned with the Nuts, I think the whole league has uh, probably caught up to them. There's a lot of parity and... Uh, uh, I think more than anything, a couple of their uh, closers going down. Uh, uh, Ray is losing his job. Um, I see it tough for Borowski to really hold on to his for very long. Um, so, number two this year, pal. Better luck in 09. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. And uh, I'll move on to number one in the, in the division. And uh, what some in the KCC organization believe is the most talented team in the BDL. I won't mention any names, Kristen. Uh, <laughs> number one squad in the South Division. Newly renamed Richmond Rebels. Uh, they have power and speed and the best pitching in the division. That's, to me, what puts them ahead of everyone. Um, so with all the, I think with all the infighting down there, down in the South, you know, um, there's not going to be high win totals for these teams. Um, but uh, I see the, uh, we'll talk about it later, but I see the the, uh, the Rebels winning two playoff rounds this year. So uh, uh, I, I think I think you're, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, the Rebels, uh, they, they will come out on top in the South this year. Uh, you know, mark that down. Um, Helsinki, you know, they're, you know, they're a pretty good team. Um, I, I really hate to... I really hate, frankly, to to bet against Ernest and, and his Absolutely. team. Uh, you know, the last two years that I've done so, I've been uh, embarrassed in in September. <laughs> but um, uh, you know, I just don't. I don't. I don't see it happening this year. I really, really don't. Um, the Rebels are are so strong from top to bottom. Uh, 120 wins last year, nearly a uh, 600 winning percentage, which is uh, which is great for this league. Um, you know, I, I really see North Portland playing the role of uh, of, of spoiler here uh, for the Falcons. And as you say, the win totals in that division are not are not going to be high. Okay, um, you know, when you when you have you know the, the defending champions plus the best team in the division, the Rebels, and really the most improved team in the whole league, the Nuts, That's crazy. all in this. All in the same division, yeah. and frankly, when you throw in uh, when you throw in the fact that the gestures, uh, though they're probably destined <laughs> to finish fourth in the division, uh, pretty much could put up 25 home runs in a week they're at quality. any given time. They're quality. Uh, you know, they're, those those teams in that South Division, they're going to steal wins from each other all year long. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, uh, of course, in for the interdivision matchups, you know, you play each other three times a year. Versus just uh, one time a year for the rest of the league, and um, 
uh, that, that's really going to take going to take its toll, I, I believe. And that's that's also uh, why it's, it's going to be difficult for for a wild card team to come out of that division this year. I agree, one hundred percent, Scotty. Okay, moving on. Uh, the mighty, mighty North Division. Um, another very, very competitive uh, division. Uh, very top-heavy at the moment. Um, really, it's not on par uh, with the East or the West in that regard. But it's top two teams, or at least top two perceived teams, um, really are two of the best in the league. Uh, that being the Killer Car Company and the New Market Nets. Um, there's really no question here that uh, the Amish Brotherhood will be the uh, seller dweller again this year in that division. That's no knock on Joe at all for his managing skills. He's really done probably as much as anyone could have done with that crop of talent. I think um, he, he just he has a long rebuilding project in front of him, and um, you know that that might really lead to some of the bloated win totals um, in that division uh, when you when you consider the quality of uh, of the uh, of the number four team the, the wallabies um, you know it, it's, it's a strange franchise you when you look it over you see it really has the potential to you know maybe win 90 games and you know that's that's a major improvement over last year's team which won only 70 games mm-hmm and uh, was the you know the fourth worst in the league after coming off of a uh, regular season championship in 2006. Um, yeah. But that that Wallaby team is, is built um, uniquely. Um, it really, you know, last year you would have thought that they were better than they were. Uh, I think you you absolutely will see them improve on their win total, but I really don't see them climbing into the number two spot. Um, when you look at the top two teams in that division, the Killer Cars and the Nats, it's uh, man, that's so close. Um, of course, you had the Nats last year, who equaled the regular season champion generals' uh, winning percentage at 660. Uh, and so the, the Nats had an historic season really last year, uh, as the generals did as well. Um, you know. It's 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 tough, Johnny. It's so tough. And uh, of course, I I know I'm I'm talking about talking about your team here, the Killer Cars. Uh, I really I really have to put the Killer Cars on top in the North in uh, in 2008. And and uh, as far as the Nats go, that that's no knock on them at all. I I, I believe firmly that the Nats will be a playoff team in 2008. Um, I believe, however, that the Killer Cars have made the moves that uh, needed to be made to to finally secure that division title, they, you know, the Killer Cars have been a favorite to win a title for two straight years, but haven't even come away with a division crown. Hmm. Um, I, I believe that that I believe that, that that run is over. Even stats aside, even you know the law of averages <laughs> will tell you that the Killer Cars have to come away with the division title this year. Um, again, barring injury, you know there there are concerns. I know. Pujols is, you know, is a little bit, uh, you know, got a bit of a squeaky elbow going on, and and you're always worried about Lance Berkman there uh, on your roster. But uh, you know, I, I just I see the Killer Cars pulling it out um, over the Nats this year, though by not much at all. Johnny, <laughs> for me to comment, uh, uh, I made my <laughs> I made my comments at the beginning of this podcast. Uh, our goal. Um, and you know, the Nats are, might win any other division in this league, but uh, not this one, not this year. And um, you know, we do believe that uh, we've made the moves uh, necessary. Uh, we do believe we have uh, capable backups at every position, um, pitching depth. Uh, to refer to your projections from earlier on CBS and, uh, you know, on our roster. I mean, our projected ERA alone. So we're very confident. We're looking forward to uh, getting the season underway. We don't we don't want to lose one week. We don't want to, you know, we, we're looking for records. We're looking for titles and uh, 
that's all we have to say. The, the killer cars do have the best projected ERA in the league. Um, very healthy number of strikeouts. Uh, just looking over the list quickly, I only see, I think, three teams that are projected to, to throw more Ks than the killer cars. They have a great rotation. Um, that probably will be the difference. The, the Nats do edge the killer cars out in some hitting categories. Um, but, um, you know, as it's really a crapshoot as far as that goes. The, the killer cars and the Nats, their batting orders are both so strong that you know, either one could beat, you know, could, could pull out five, five, uh, five wins out of those five categories in any given week. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm really going to give the nod to the killer cars for the reason of their, of their rotation and, and their pitching prowess alone there. Uh, I think that's going to be the difference maker uh, for them. Uh, Johnny, you uh, you said something peculiar uh, as we were speaking uh, uh, yesterday. As a matter of fact, regarding the Wallabies, something I found quite uh, quite off the record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you want to elaborate on on uh, Mr. Lewis's uh, cast of characters there in in, in Portsmouth? <laughs> well, um, what I said to you was. I'm actually a little more worried about the Wallabies than I am the Nats. Um, the thing is, <laughs> Brett and I have that's had a big this, statement. Uh, <laughs> say that? I said that's a big statement. You know, the Nats are a better team. However, I have not had, we have not had as much trouble with them as we have the Wallabies in the past. I see the Wallabies uh, with a healthy Ryan Howard and um, some up-and-coming players, and I more so worry about uh, you know what they do in any particular week against me, rather than um, you know I know what I needed to do to beat the Nets, and I've actually addressed the few weaknesses I've had against the Nets, which were stolen bases and saves. And um, to me, I'm much more confident against the Nats than the Wallabies. It uh, doesn't mean that uh, the Wallabies are better because probably not. I don't like their pitching at all, to be honest. No, the Wallabies are not better than the Nats, obviously, but they are built in a completely different way. And in, and on top of that, uh, they They're have built to beat me. <laughs> they <laughs> maybe that's the key. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> The, the Wallabies have some 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 young stars who are having some great springs. Uh, Matt Kemp, I think, is going to be a great asset to that team. Uh, mm-hmm. Lasting's Millage um, having a tremendous know, spring. I, he's having a tremendous spring. I, I cannot, you know, I, I don't know what Lasting's did to fall out of favor in New York, but the, you know something is off there because that I, I cannot believe that he's he's doing that in Washington and not New York. Um, that that was just a. Uh, Completely off the wall trade that the Mets yeah. made, uh, sending uh, Millage away. Scott Casimir um, all over again. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Brent does not have a good rotation. Uh, that's that's just the you know, no one I think is going to, to claim, including Brent, that uh, that uh, his rotation is going to win a lot of games because they're 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 not not this year. Um, but uh, I really see the Wallabies. Potentially, you know, having the same effect in the North Division as the Nuts will have down south. Um, <laughs> you know, the Wallabies at at 70 wins last year. Uh, it, it's absurd to think they won't improve on that. Upon that, you know, based on the Agreed. youngsters they have coming up this year, and you know that will probably put the Wallabies um, not. They won't win as many games as North Portland. I don't think. I think. Ryan made too many good moves for the Nuts, but they'll be close. I do think they'll be close, and and they could really have. I do think the Wallabies are going to steal some key wins from the Killer Cars and the Nats both in, in that North Division. And it's, you know, it, it's again, it just goes back to to parity. It's you know, the league is so tight. It's just so tight, I mean, and it, it, even even your non-contenders, at least for 2008, play a significant role in how these standings are going to be shaped. Absolutely. Um, I can't wait to get it started, Scotty. Great. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be a, it's going to be a very interesting year. And uh, I think we're in for some surprises. I, I really do. Yeah. Um, it How would is you, so early. Yeah. Go ahead. 
How would you round out your playoff picture? For the general? Well, for for the BDL. Uh, for the BDL. Oh wow. Um, we got six spots. That is, uh, you know, it's it's so early, um, <laughs> but I think when you look at a few key teams, you kind of know, or at least you have an idea uh, of what the top probably four will, will turn out to be. Not necessarily in in record wise, but you know, just going down the list. I probably, again, this just goes back to, I, I just believe it's it's the killer car company's time. Not necessarily to win a title, because, you know, I'm obviously speaking from the perspective of the GM of, of the generals also. So, you know, I believe we have as good a shot as anybody at uh, at a title in 2008. But Perhaps. I do believe it's, I do believe it's the killer car's time to shine. I believe it's, I believe it's their time to take the division. And I believe it's their time to be top dog in this league, um, which is something that, of course, you have been uh, attempting to accomplish for some time. I believe that Anaheim will secure the top seed uh, in the regular season and have the top bye. It wouldn't surprise me at all, and this is why I have them at number two, that the Rebels uh, will be the, the second bye. I, I really I really see that happening. Um, wouldn't, wow. wouldn't shock me at all. It wouldn't shock me at all to see the killer cars and the Rebels um, in 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 the BDL uh, championship series, um, but you know, again, I'm hoping that my team has something to say about that. But uh, um, I'm going to put the generals at number three. I, I still believe that we're strong enough to um, to, of course, not only win a, win the division, but 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 be strong contenders um, for the for the championship. Uh, I believe the X factor for the generals will be um, our impact prospects and minor leaguers coming up this year you know um, we don't even have you know uh, the Joba Chamberlain Ian Kennedy's Jay Bruce's you know they're, they're still just kind of biding their time right now and and I when I'm when I'm speaking in terms of, of projections in the division I'm not even including the impact that they may make and uh, I really believe that we're going to have some uh, uh, enough impact players to to close the gap uh, to get us back to the playoffs and uh and be strong contenders. Number four, um, I, I see uh, Crawford. Uh, I think uh, again. I think Brian has done a great job, and I think that he's going to uh, finally get his taste of the playoffs here in the BDL in 2008, and uh, ha- have a shot at that title. The wild card situation: seeds five and six. That that is wow. I mean, I don't even know where you start. Um, the Nats are just too strong to discount. Um, in the in the playoff race, in the wild card race, I don't know that I want to put them ahead of the damage per se, but I want I want to throw the damage in number five. I think I think NorCal is going to tie up the top wild card. I think the team is that strong, and that talented, and and very similar to uh, to my own generals as a matter of fact in terms of talent that they have waiting in the wings that will. Uh, come up and make an impact um, later on. Um, I agree. Uh, the Nats, I'm going to plug them in at my my number six seed um, uh, for the second wild card. I, I, I just I believe they'll be there in the end. I can't really see looking over the the other divisions. I can't see another team really probably challenging them. The only one. The only one maybe that might have something to say about one of those two wild cards um, is the Berserkers. I think they're still going to be a strong team, mm-hmm. uh, as they have been the last two seasons. And it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Richard back in in the playoffs um, as out of the five or six seed. Um, but but that that's my top six as things stand. Um, again, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see the Killer Cars and the Rebels uh, playing for the championship. Um, but I hope to have something to say about that myself. Well, um, this may surprise you, but uh, my list does not so much differ from yours. <laughs> I go one case sixty. <laughs> two, two. I have the generals, if only because you're in a more favorable division, um, and you get to beat up on the heartbreakers, who I think are just are in it for next year. Um, and and, right. and the rebels, I have at three. They're gonna they're gonna be facing, uh, 
in that tough South Division. I actually just switched my number four team. Either you've convinced me or this six-inning, no-hit, seven-strikeout game against Atlanta today by Roy Oswald convinced me oh, uh, gosh. that, yeah, that the Cramps are uh, probably going to do pretty well this year. I'm going to have them win in the division uh, with the same two wildcard teams, the Nats. Um, I think the Nats will have a better record than either Crawford or the Damage, who I have at six. But, again, there are three teams. I think it depends on what they do this year, whether they make any major moves, the Nuts, the Berserkers, and the Bulldogs. Actually, I'm going to throw the Woo in there as well, because you have to. they're you all, have to the, the four of them, if they can make some kind of move, they're right there. Mm. Those, those really are the bubble teams. Um, not not very different from last year, actually. But uh, yeah, you know, those those are the bubble teams. Surprise, and, surprise. Uh, yeah, I, I would. You know, it wouldn't shock me at all to see uh, any of those four teams to to slide in. But neither one of us have the Falcons making the playoffs. <laughs> you know, sorry, Aaron. <laughs> all I can say, my, my my man. That's all I can say. I I just don't. You know, we've you know analyze and analyze that South Division. I just don't. I just don't see it happening for you this year, man. I and trust me, I, I've told Johnny this on on several occasions. Mm. I I hate to pick against the Falcons, not Absolutely. necessarily because of what they look like on paper, but because they're a proven commodity, mm. and that's just the bottom line. Uh, you know, the Falcons. Everyone discounted the Falcons in 2006, and they you know they just stormed right through the playoffs. Everyone. Not necessarily discounted the Falcons last year, but you know I don't know of anyone in the league who thought that the Falcons would, re- would repeat. That was tough. Yeah. And you know they 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 dismantled the Generals. Uh, what was it, seven three? I think in, in the finals last year. It's ridiculous. Um, it's you know so I, I do I do hate to pick against the Falcons, but you know I just looking looking over these teams, it's just so hard to pick against any of those six. It is you know and even. You know, even even the bubble teams, which you know, I guess you really have to include the Falcons in if if you want to be fair about it. But um, I, I just don't, you know, that 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 playoff bubble that those top teams seem to be in, it's hard to penetrate. Um, you know, you you have some you have some really mainstay teams with with lots of talent um, in in those, especially those top you know four or five spots, and uh, it's just tough, man. It, it's tough to break in. And, it is. I think the Falcons have to take a step down at some point, and I just I just believe that that, that 2008 is, is is the year that that's going to happen. All right. Well, Johnny, uh, that about covers our topics for today. You've heard uh, the division previews for the North, South, East, and West in the BDL. Uh, our playoff picks. Um, I don't know. We really didn't settle on a uh, BDL champion. Uh, BDL champion pick, but I. I well, I'm right forces, there with you. With uh, I, I have the car, the killer cars, and the rebels. I do no yeah. slight against you, but I just see them being uh, very productive in the playoffs, and um, I won't tell you who I have winning it, uh, though it is me <laughs> and, and Chris. I, I, I don't. Considering the sources, I, I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's productive for either of us to make a uh, to make a championship uh, prediction as far as the BDL goes. Maybe, maybe we'll have a uh, may, maybe we'll ask uh, maybe we'll ask Joe to be uh, to be a guest on our show in, in about a month and, and he can give us uh, the uh, the unbiased okay. <laughs> projection. But, It'd be uh, nice to get a couple other B, BDL owners on here. Absolutely, absolutely. We'll. Uh, but uh, you know that, that 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 covers it for this show, uh, Johnny. I think, and uh, you know the season starts really soon uh end of the month is going to be here before you know it and uh, you know i'm i'm terribly excited you know fourth year for the bdl and, and we're still doing great things here and and a uh, great group of guys still and and uh really looking forward to this upcoming season absolutely we got to decide where we're headed this year we got to get that yeah. event we're going to grow it everyone's going to come everyone and uh we're going to have a giant sign bdlbaseball.com <laughs> come visit our site and Check out, check out, dear Johnny, because I've only gotten a couple of letters so far, and uh, you know, write me, and I will write you back. Okay, what is that address, Johnny? 
Uh, I don't know. www.bdlbaseball.com <laughs> or you uh, are listening to professionals, ladies and gentlemen. Is it is it dearjohnny.com? <laughs> dearjohnny at bdlbaseball.com. Uh, e- e- email, the, email email dearjohnny. Yes, it's, it's dearjohnny at at, uh, at bdlbaseball.com, and you can email the show here at. Uh, uh, two men on at bdlradio.com. That's two men on at bdlradio.com. And and uh, oh, that sounded uh, professional. Next, oh, it did. And the next uh, next show, we're going to try to tackle uh, tackle some of your uh, some of your letters and uh, see what we can uh, come up with. And and uh, looking forward to it, Johnny. And and uh, I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you then, man. All right. This is two men on. And we are out.